Should we, like the airlines, overbook and then offer compensation if everybody shows? Our guest today says practice productivity might just take off. You're listening to ReachMDXM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, your host, and with us today is Dr. Linda Laganga from the Mental Health Center of Denver. She's the Director of Quality Systems and Operational Excellence. Welcome, Linda. Hello. Well, we're not talking about mental health today. We're talking about a study you did a while ago that was in American Medical News. So first, tell us about yourself and how you got interested in the idea of overbooking as a solution to no-shows. Well, working in mental health, in community mental health, that is, we have very limited resources and we try to serve many people. And we have the unfortunate problem of having to turn away about twice as many people as we can admit for services. So every bit of our capacity is very valuable and we want to get the most out of it. And what I noticed, I started doing this research as part of my doctoral dissertation at the University of Colorado with Professor Steve Lawrence, and we were studying appointment scheduling, just looking at better ways to get people into the system. And so for about a week, I actually observed one of our clinics in operation, watched people coming and going, and what we were focusing on at that point was the variability in the amount of time that the psychiatrists were spending with patients. But what I noticed was that time didn't seem to vary a lot. But what did vary was the show rate, whether patients actually showed up or not. So then I started looking at, just as you mentioned, airline overbooking and thought, well, if we're losing these appointment slots to no-shows, maybe we should consider doing something like what the airlines are doing. But when I started talking more to clinicians and doctors here at the Mental Health Center, I found that providers get nervous about overbooking. They worry about the obvious problem, which is what if everybody shows up and what will that do to our schedule and will we fall behind, will we have to work overtime? So we started investigating that through use of computer simulation to look at what would happen if we overbooked and Basically, what we found was that, yes, it always increases patient wait time at the clinic and increases provider overtime. But what we really wanted to do was balance those costs with the benefit of serving more people to determine how do you balance the benefits and costs and when is it worthwhile and when will it get you into more trouble. Before we even go into this a little further, I mean, some of my colleagues have been double and triple booking forever and patients hate this. So how is what you're talking about different from this? Right. We do often hear that, that people often assume overbooking means double booking or more. And what we did in our study was to not overbook, but to instead compress the time between appointments to allow more appointment slots to be made available without actually making any patients arrive at the same time. When you compress, did you make the visit shorter? Define compression. Yeah. By compression, what I mean, let's take an example. Let's say your show rate is 50%. So half the scheduled patients show up. That means on average, to see the desired number of patients, you really need to schedule twice as many. And I think that's why people get into double booking, assuming that to see twice as many patients, you just put two of them into each normal appointment slot. Well, instead of doing that, 
we built our models to say if the time you would spend with patients is 20 minutes, then shorten the schedule times, the appointment schedule times, to 10 minutes apart. What that allows you to do is to actually schedule more people in, but they're not arriving two at a time when they do all show up. So it allows you some time to catch up when no shows do occur. Okay, so let me ask you one question here, playing devil's advocate. But if you cut your appointment time from 20 to 10, are you not giving people half the service they used to get? Well, what you're doing is you're actually shortening the amount of time your patients will wait if they all do show up. We're going to assume you still spend the same amount of time with them. You're assuming that a certain number of patients won't show? Yes. We're assuming that we've tracked and we know on average what the show rate is, which in our case is true. We do have all of that data, so we do have a good idea. How is it working? Well, actually... What we're doing here, we've taken a little bit of a different direction because, as I said, providers get nervous about the idea of overbooking for some of the reasons you're saying, wondering, will we have to spend less time with people? Will we have to go into overtime? We've done a couple of different things. One thing in evaluating our benefits and costs, we've taken the approach here of looking at how can we actually reduce those no-shows rather than just overbooking. So that is working quite well. We've just started a pilot program with that where we contact our patients coming in for an intake appointment ahead of time and make sure that they do plan to show up. And if they don't, we can actually refill the appointment. And that seems to be working extremely well. So we have not yet gone to actual overbooking except when we do a group intake, and in that case, we can overbook and accommodate the extra people who show up because it's all at the same point in time. All right. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM 157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg. I'm speaking with Dr. Linda Laganga about using overbooking as a way to increase office efficiency. Let's get back to overbooking for a second. If we're going to an overbooking policy, right. should we disclose that to our patients? and say, we overbooked, we want you to know? That's a good question. The approach we're using here is to remind patients of how valuable their appointment is because the patients play a big role in whether you need to overbook or not. So again, we're focusing right now on increasing those show rates. I think, in fairness, you probably would want to disclose to them that you overbook in order to maybe encourage them to show up to help them understand why you need to overbook, that no-shows are a costly problem because they cause wasted capacity. And the reason we even looked at overbooking and what we were considering in our study was whether overbooking, despite causing patients to wait longer in the wait room, despite that cost, The real benefit to patients is that they can get in sooner because you're making more appointments available. So I think that needs to be handled delicately as to whether you want to disclose that to them or not. And I think that does get into a whole series of policies, much like what the airline uses as to whether you want to go to a system where maybe you compensate them if they have to wait too long because you're overbooking. Right. That was my next question. If everyone shows up, do we offer them free flight coupons Mm -hmm. and ask them to reschedule or... Right. And again, those are policy decisions. What we did try, actually in the earlier days before we were really looking at this systematically, some of our clinics 
they did some overbooking and some standby type of appointments and told people, well, we can schedule you in as an overbooked appointment, but if everybody shows up, we might not be able to see you. Now, that I think the advantage of that is it is setting the expectation up front that you may or may not be seen, sort of like when airlines take standby reservations. But the problem with that is the person still needs service, so they need to be booked in at some point. And what we've talked about is if we need to do that, maybe giving those people priority. So if we had to turn away extra people who showed up or do something different or go into provider, one option is to just say, well, the provider will work until they've seen everybody who's shown up. That's one option. The other option is turn them away, but maybe give them a premium appointment slot for the next day or another time. And I know in some practices, those premium slots are those first slots in the morning. Well, you could be like a premier flyer in your clinic, huh? Frequent visitor. Frequent visitor card, right. And you get a better seat and you get a better meal. Right. Get a better appointment time. Those are all possibilities. We have talked about rewarding patients who do show up for their appointments by giving them the more desirable slots. You could just cure them, the ones who show up like that. (laughs) Offer them the cure. Right. All right. Just teasing. What about open access booking? Talk to us about that. How does that work? Open access can potentially be very valuable. We didn't consider that in this study, but we are looking at that in our ongoing research and work. I think what's valuable about open access is that it'll allocate some appointments for people who call in and need to get in soon or don't book months and months ahead. What we know from the research and literature is that the longer the time between when the appointment's booked and when it occurs, the higher the no-show rate will be. So the good thing about open access is that when people book same day or a few days ahead of time, they are more likely to show up. The challenge in that is determining how many slots to allocate for those short-term users versus the long-term ones. And the advantage of keeping some appointments on the long-term schedule is that typically, I know in particularly with our psychiatrists, at the end of an appointment, people book their next appointment and they may not need to come back for two or three months. And so it's convenient for them when they leave the clinic to just make their next appointment and not have to remember to call in at another time. So open access is not just walk-ins. Open access means you're leaving appointments every day for people who call at the last second. Yes, that's the way I've seen it implemented. Now, if you're thinking about walk-in clinics, that is something we have done with some of our nursing practices, and that tends to work well. The potential downside of that is without any appointments at all, you can build up very long wait times if everyone shows up at the same time. But these are all things that can be managed by studying what the actual flow is. So these are techniques we have used. Right now, we are concentrating on trying to get more people in the door initially. So we've been focusing on our intake and access appointments, which are appointments and not walk-ins. Well, what do the critics of your study say? Are there any critics who say this is like nonsense? I think some of the criticisms are about the fact that patients are likely to complain about having to wait too long. I think that's the main thing that we hear. 
And a lot of the criticism we've heard has come more from the patient side than the provider side. Providers have actually been very interested in this. We've been contacted by quite a few clinical practices wanting to know, well, how can we use this? Can you help us do this better? Can you? If somebody contacts you, can you direct them someplace? Well, we're certainly willing to, yeah, work more with people perhaps work with providers if they want to participate in some of our continuing studies. How can people reach you to find out more about this? They can email me at laganga, that's L-A-G-A-N-G-A, at colorado.edu. Linda, thanks for being our guest today and talking with us about intelligently overbooking patients as a way to increase our office efficiency. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMD XM is here for you, the health professionals who care for your patients. We welcome your questions and comments. Please visit us at ReachMD.com. When you register on the website, you can use the promo code RADIO to receive six months of free podcasts on your computer. And we thank you for listening.